0: Skulls here along with Leora. Glad to have you back for the uh, the Wednesday night edition of the Employment Hour. Anytime you need to get a hold of Leora when we're not on the air. By the way, one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. Also, the good old email, that is help at employmenthour.com. We will talk about it in some length tonight, and I'm sure we'll refer to it more than one time. And that would be the Severance Pay Calculator, finding out exactly how much severance you are owed, regardless of what is uh, written on that sheet in front of you or what a buddy told you at the bar last night. No, no, there is one good resource, severancepaycalculator.com. We'll get to that. Phone lines are open as well. Of course, you can call us and get your questions and comments in until around 10 to 8 tonight. 416-870-6400, star 640 on sale, and one 225 talk That number is toll-free. Bring it on. We are ready to rock and roll. How are you, pal?
1: I'm doing great, John. I'm glad to be back here and glad to be talking about employment law again and hoping, uh, hoping to educate some more people today. So give us a call right now if you're listening and, and you want to know about your rights in the workplace. If your boss did something or said something or if you don't know what you should be doing if you're facing a problem, well, no need to wonder anymore. No need to go on Google and try to find a solution just uh, call us. Call us right now. We're here for the next uh, 40 minutes or so to answer those questions and to make sure that we educate everyone. And by the way, we do this several times a week. You can hear us uh, uh, you know, all over the place, including on TV on the weekend. So don't be bashful. And of course, if you want to just chat with me privately about your matter, you don't want to call into the, sh- this, uh, the show right now, not a problem. We'll give you my contact information plenty of times throughout the show and look forward to speaking to you. And we start off, Johnny. Week there was a couple of situations that I came across um, uh, over just uh, the past few days. First situation, very unfortunate. Uh, I spoke with a gentleman who uh, recently was charged with a uh, DUI. Now, this was, uh, you know, something on his own time. He was driving home in the evening, uh, I guess after being out uh, drinking, and was was uh, arrested and charged. He hasn't yet been convicted. Just this just happened. But when his employer fi- uh, found out about it, uh, they let him go immediately. Now, interesting to note here, a couple things. Number one is he wasn't a driver. His job was not to drive. He did have to do some driving for his job to go visit clients, but he wasn't you know, a taxi driver or, or a truck driver or anything like that. The other thing is, and he was honest with his employer about this, is that he had been struggling with, with, alcohol, uh, with alcoholism. Uh, this wasn't a new thing, it's, it's been for a few years. But when his employer said, you've been uh, charged with a DUI, we can't trust you anymore, we're, you're out of here. And this person, obviously very upset, the difficult situation, called me and wanted to know what his rights were. Well, here's the thing, John. Uh, the, number one, the fact that the, uh, the charge, the, the driving under the influence happened on his own time, the fact that it wasn't related to his job in any way, means that the company can't fire him for cause because of it. They can't say that, well, now you can't do the job. There's no indication that because he was uh, he did something inappropriate on his own time that that's going to impact the workplace. So right off the bat, this is a wrongful dismissal. That's kind of the easy part. But the more interesting part about this is the fact that in this situation, the company knew that he had a, 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 dr- a drinking problem, that he had uh, uh, struggles with alcoholism. Well, that's a disability. Right. So if they let him go because of the effects of his disability, that's also illegal. That's a that's discrimination. That's a human rights violation. They cannot do that. So not only is this a wrongful dismissal, this is a human rights violation. You cannot let someone go because they have a disability and drug dependency, alcohol dependency, it is considered a disability. So I'm gonna help this person get his uh, compensation that he's owed here. But certainly I, I want our, our uh, listeners to understand that if you do something wrong, but it's not related to the workplace. It's not on work time. You cannot be punished or fired for cause because of it. Because, again, there's no connection. Uh, and if you are fired, John, that's a wrongful dismissal. 416-870-6400.
0: Star 640 on cell. one triple eight two two five. Toll-free number you want to call in tonight and talk to Lior on the air. Simply have a question. You can do that as well. What else you got going on?
1: Well, I also spoke with uh, a lady who... Uh, decided to, to quit her job. And the reason why she decided to quit is, is this. Over the years, uh, she had worked for the same company uh, and, and they were actually good to her because she had a second job. And in the second job, sometimes she needed to to go to her employer on the first job and, and say, I need some flexibility. So uh, over the next month, I'm, I'm gonna need to leave at three o'clock. Uh, and then after that, she say, oh, I'm gonna need to start late. And they always had no problem with that. She was a good employee. They gave her that flexibility. And she relied on it, and she's been doing that for the last six or seven years. Uh, no problem. Well, fast forward to a couple of weeks ago, the company now said to her, well, from now on, moving forward, we cannot give you that flexibility at all. Uh, from now on, you have to work straight nine to five, and that's it. No flexibility, no, uh, no, no, no room to, for, for any discussion. Well, she was very upset about that. She didn't want to leave her second job, so she decided to quit. And she called me and said, well, what do I do in this situation? Well, here's the thing, John. Obviously, the company was not required to give her that flexibility, but they did. And once they did, that became a term of employment. The term of employment being you work with flexible hours. You work with hours that fit your schedule. Once they decided that that's not going to be the case anymore, they changed the terms of employment, which made it a constructive dismissal. The employer cannot just change the terms of employment even if the terms of employment were very very generous well that's what they were so in this case the company actually constructively dismissed her so i want our uh listeners to understand that if you have some sort of a perk uh you know whether it's flexibility uh whether it's our ability to work from home whatever the perk is and the company decides to take it away that may be something that they're not allowed to do. That could be a constructive dismissal. So again, call me if you have any questions and and don't necessarily assume that the company has a right to make that change.
0: That number to call in till around ten to eight is mentioned four one six eight seven zero sixty four hundred star six forty. There's also one triple eight two two five. Talk that number is toll free. We talk about the severance pay calculator, a good way to find out exactly what your severance is owed to you. Severancepaycalculator.com. And I know we like to uh, we like to advertise this as well and talk about it. That on the weekend as well on both uh, Global TV and CTV you will catch Employment Hour in thirty, basically a, a smaller condensed version of what we do here. And uh, you can see our ugly mugs on TV. Basically, is what a boy <laughs> Boils down to, Speak so. for yourself. <laughs> That's right. That's exactly it, right? Um, severance pay calculator. I just mentioned it. So give me some quick details on it.
1: Yeah. So you know, we we talk oftentimes about severance on this show because you know, literally, that is where the money is. You know, if you lost yep. your job, you may be owed significant compensation, and most people don't realize or appreciate how much compensation that actually is. So to make sure that that doesn't happen to anyone listening, to make sure that people don't accept inadequate severance, I created the Severance Pay Calculator. So it's available at severancepaycalculator.com. And as the name suggests, and quite simply, it tells you how much you're actually owed based on what you, you tell the, the calculator. If you input your age, position, and length of employment, it's going to tell you whether you are 12 months pay, 24 months pay, or anything else. It's completely free. It's anonymous. There's no strings attached. We don't ask for your personal information. We don't ask for your name or your credit card number. It's just for you to have that information. It takes seconds. It's the first place you should always, always go to if you lose your job, severancepaycalculator.com. And by the way, if you think you know how much you're actually owed, so you're going to think, I'm not going to bother using the the severance pay calculator, do it anyway. Humor Mm -hmm. me, because I promise you, It's going to be very different than what you think. So severancepaycalculator.com.
0: Yeah, it's absolutely free. And there's also what you call an employer mode on there. So if you're on the other side being an employer, you want to find out what your obligations are. You can use it as well, right?
1: Absolutely. If you are an employer and you want to know what you have to pay an employee and you want to get some other tips and thoughts as to how to make sure you meet your legal obligations, there's an employer mode just as free, just as easy to use. So check it out.
0: We'll get to a, a call here, which we always love to take. Top priority. James, how are you? I'm doing well, thanks, and you guys this evening? Good, sir. What's uh what's going on with you? Uh my uh my son has uh
2: he's employed by one of the uh, big fast food restaurants and has mm-hmm. been for over 2 years. He's been full-time since uh September. And to make a long story short, he uh he he started getting sick in January and was under a doctor's care and was uh um uh given a note for a month off, right? And they, uh, uh, and he's, he just got cleared to go back to work and doesn't want to work midnights anymore, so he asked for days. The question is, if they, put him, if they reduce his hours from 40, are, are they allowed to do that?
1: So, uh, why doesn't he want to work midnights? Is it just a preference or is it tied to his medical condition?
2: We, we believe it's tied to, to some of the problems that he's, that he's having,
1: right? So for him to, to say I don't want to work midnights, and for the for the employer to abide by that, he yeah. would need something from his doctor. So he yeah. would need from something from his doctor. Says for medical reasons he should not be working the midnight shift. He should be working day shifts. Yeah, if they, they do that, if if he provides that, then the company yeah. has to uh, has to abide by that, and yeah. they can't change his hours. The problem yeah, they, with mm-hmm. not giving a note is uh, the company may say, fine, we'll let you work day shift, but day shift, you'll have to work less hours. Yeah, so, okay. so that's the issue. So if you want to maintain the hours and not have to uh, uh, work the, the the midnight shift, then he needs to get something from a doctor. It doesn't have to be anything long. It just could be even one or two lines. And in that situation, if they refuse, that's illegal. If they okay. reduce his hours, that's illegal. Uh, yeah. and, and that's the protection that he needs.
0: Okay. Okay. Makes sense. James, moving forward, I'm going to give you Leor's number just in case. one Again, help at employmenthour.com. Got a couple minutes before we break here. Want to get into our topic for tonight. That's maternity and parental leaves in general. Um, when does a mother who's having a baby qualify for time off work, that's really the question, right?
1: Yeah, it, it is the question. Obviously, a, a maternity and, and parental leaves, etc. Uh, certainly, uh, it applies not just to, to women that are pregnant, it applies to, to any parent. But let's talk about women just for, for starters here. Uh, a, a mother that's pregnant can take off that time as long as she had started working 13 weeks before the due date of the baby. So if a mother started working 13 weeks before, she is entitled to take time off work, what we call a, a protected leave of absence that allows her once, once she's pregnant and then once she has the baby uh, to, uh, to, to be off work. That means that the job is protected. That means that she cannot be fired uh and, and she has several protections of the law. So there's that 13-week trigger that happens right. as long as she starts working for 13 weeks by the way same thing applies to fathers that want to take parental leave uh 13 weeks before the baby is due is, is the is
0: the key does a, a pregnant employee have to tell an employer if she's pregnant how long or she plans to be off
1: so no and uh, that's a question I get very often and you know I'm pregnant do I have to tell my employer right away when do I have to tell them do I have to tell them when I'm going to be off I'm for how long well the answer to these all these questions is you do not have to tell your employer anything you don't want to so you can decide when to tell your employer that you're pregnant you don't have to tell them right at the beginning you don't have to tell them after 2 or 3 months or whatever it is you your decision completely you don't even have to tell them when you're going to be taking maternity leave because you're allowed to take it even before the baby is born. Uh, technically speaking, you're supposed to give two weeks' notice, but even right. that's not a real requirement. And you're also not required to tell your employer off the bat how long you're going to be off. Uh, obviously, once you know, you should tell your employer to make arrangements to, to you can come back. But yeah. you don't. whether you're going to take 36 weeks, 52 weeks, 65 weeks, you don't have to tell your employer. And your employer can't penalize you when you do tell them, saying, oh, you should have told me sooner and you didn't, now I'm upset, so I'm going to punish you. No, your employer cannot punish you. You don't have to tell your employer when you don't want to, uh, only when you're ready. And mothers, fathers, and all those situations have the full
0: protection of the law. We'll talk more about parental leaves, get your emails as well, and your phone calls. If it's about that topic or any other, about your job, your severance, 416-870-6400, star 640 on your cell, and 1-888-225-TALK. That number is toll-free. Lots more coming up. Employment Hour. Right here on Global News Radio. Lots more to go. Your phone calls four one six eight seven zero sixty four hundred star six forty on cell one triple eight two two five talk. We got open lines. Don't be bashful. Come on in. The water is warm. You have questions? Uh, throw them at uh, Leroy now over the rest of this hour. Is the uh, the time to do it for sure? Hey, Derek, how are you? Good evening. Good evening. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, Derek. Uh, hey, pal. No worries. My, What's going on, man?
2: Yeah, my calls uh, about performance reviews. Uh, back in 2016, as a result of walking out of a meeting with the, the managing director, uh, I got p- put on a performance improvement plan, successfully went through that. As a result, on my 2016 performance review, it reflected that issue. 2017, it still reflects it even though I've had a good year in 2017. I've asked the company to remove those. So far, they're being really slow in, in removing those comments. What can I do? So. Other
1: than having those comments there, how how does it impact you? Does it impact compensation somehow? Does it impact bonus? How does it impact? It doesn't really impact. I'm just worried about
2: uh, them putting a case together so that it's with cause. And last year in 2017, I did everything I could to you know be you know an excellent employee and try to make sure that I had a good review for 2017. I'm just worried that they're trying to put history together and. They'll just show that, you know, look, we've had two years together here in this performance review that's really bad, which is not the case.
1: Well, I mean, as long as the performance review is clear that the incident or the issues happened in 2016, they're not suggesting that the same thing happened more recently in 2017, then they really can't do anything with it in terms of building a case against you. It's not not new. If they were trying to suggest that those problems are still continuing – then then we would have to deal with it but if all they all that's just a notation of something that happened two years prior it would not give them any ability to terminate you for cause now i understand of course why you don't want it there because as far as you're concerned it's done it's over with it's been dealt with but from a legal standpoint as long as it doesn't impact you directly uh, there's not much that can be done in terms of making them. I mean, certainly you can ask them and talk to them and explain why it doesn't make any sense. I and mean, I don't think it makes sense to have it there. But the law is kind of going to stay out of it. There's really no way to make them to do it. And, and I wouldn't necessarily worry about it too much uh, because something that happened two years ago that they acknowledge happened two years ago is really not going to be of any help to them to let you go for cause. Okay. Thank you. Does that make sense, Derek? Yes, it does. Thanks. No problem. There you go.
0: Any further uh, questions, uh, 1-855-821-5900 and help at employmenthour.com. Moving forward, uh, phone lines open, 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell one 225 talk talking about maternity and parental leave. Um, what can an employee do if, if she or he's been mistreated because of her pregnancy or if he's going to go off work for that matter?
1: Yeah, and, you know, gosh, you would think that this day and age, stuff like that, <laughs> wouldn't happen right Uh, it's it's not rocket science I don't need to be an employment law expert to say that you cannot mistreat someone uh, because they're pregnant you cannot come up with excuses to let them go to put them on a performance improvement plan to suspend them to demote them just because they're pregnant that's nonsense it's illegal and and uh, you know the law doesn't uh, look favorably on that so what happens despite what I just said employers still do that often and they think they can get away with it well if you're in that situation if you're for example a mother that is about to take maternity leave and uh, maybe the company is upset that they didn't know you were pregnant or that you're going to be taking your full uh, potentially as much as 18 months well that that is a human rights violation and if you're in a situation that becomes unbearable uh and and poisoned you may be able to treat your employment as being terminated and get severance as well as get human rights damages Now, I would always, if you're in a situation like that, I would always try to see if you can speak with HR, uh, human resources, if that's possible. Let them know what what happened and and your concerns. They may be able to deal with that. You may just have kind of a, a bad boss, but HR can deal with that. If that's not an option, if HR is not going to be able to do anything, maybe there's no HR, or maybe it's the owner of the company that's uh, causing the problems, call me. Let's talk about how we could potentially get you out of there. In some situations, I may even be able to send the company a letter kind of getting them off your back. But the rule that I want everyone to understand, the law is clear. You cannot be punished in any way, and I do mean in any way because you're pregnant because you're going to take a maternity leave uh because you didn't tell your employer when you're taking a maternity leave none of that can happen under any circumstances
0: let's get to another uh call as we roll on here hey trevor good evening hey good evening how are you doing good pal what's uh, what's happening with you
2: uh, not too much. I'm just. Uh, I'm curious. Uh, i looked at the, um, uh, the severance calculator, and um, it comes up with some some pretty decent uh, numbers for years of service and uh, uh, your your salary information like that. And I was wondering, the number that's arrived at is that something that is an automatic, or do you need legal representation to fight for that, and most likely pay somebody a percentage of fighting for that? Good
1: question. So here's how that works. What that number represents, okay, is what if you were in student in front of a, of a judge and, and asked the judge to assess your entitlements, right. what would the judge likely uh, award? Now, okay. that's why you would see in most cases, there's a range. So you right. might say eight to 10 months or 10 to 12, because what we're trying to do is decide what a judge will give. And, and, and you know different judges may have different assessments. So right. I may say, I don't know if it's 10, 11 or 12, but I know it's in that range. Right. So, so that's why you may see that. Now, some employers, if your employer offers you if you're a 12 months severance and your employer offers you 12 month severance, well, you don't need me. You don't need any lawyer. Right. Uh, you, you're good. Right. You know, in situations where your employer offers you less, then you often need legal representation. You do. I see. I see. Uh, so that that, that calculator that's part of the
2: process. Right. So that calculator is something that that basically they might come short on and I I have to hire somebody to work on my behalf to get that.
1: If your employer comes short of it, and by the way, uh, you know, the calculator has its limits. It can provide as accurate an assessment as actually speaking with the lawyer because there's a few other factors. So even if you look at the calculator and the calculator says 12 months and your employer offers you 12 months, you still want to get some legal advice to make sure Sure. that everything is fine. For example, they may offer you 12 months salary, but guess what? You're also 12 months of benefits and 12 months of bonus. 12 months of pension. So you want to make sure that all is included, uh, and if we decide that there's a big difference, that there's a difference between what you're owed and what they're offering you, then, yeah, we can work on your behalf to get that.
2: Right. So I think the rule of thumb here is that get representation before you even go into separation talks.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but it's a good launching pad,
0: right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You're absolutely right. That is the rule. You cannot, should not, under any circumstances, certainly sign anything uh, and and before getting some advice, at least to understand what you're owed and hopefully to help you get what you're owed. Okay. Fantastic. Thanks
0: a lot. Thank you, Trevor. Appreciate the call. If ever the uh, time comes up, you need Lior outside of the uh, the show, of course, uh, 1-855-821-5900 and help at employmenthour.com. You know, we're talking about uh, maternity and parental leaves on the show tonight. And I, I don't know the general rule in the States. It's a little bit of the Wild West down there, but I have friends and relatives who have got like 8 to 12 weeks parental leave when they had a kid it's it's almost imag- unimaginable up here in Ontario and most of Canada but you know up here it's generally a year a lot of mothers take a full year or at least close to it or they combine the mother father to six six months each whatever the case does the employer have to keep that job open for that length of the parental leave well here's the
1: thing actually John recently the law was changed and now uh parents can take as much or, or mothers specifically can take as much as a year and a half wow uh, as much as 18 months and that is you're right that is very generous in comparison to what other countries do. Uh, there are countries that they their maternity leave is very limited, it could be measured in weeks. Yeah. Uh, and, and here in Canada, mothers now have that protection for up to 78 weeks, a year and a half. So if a mother wants to take the full year and a half, that means that for that period of time, her employer has to keep the job open for her. Now that's very important to understand that that means that when she's ready to come back, whether it's after six months, 12 months or 18 months, She has to take back her old job with the same compensation, the same pay. In fact, if the compensation has increased for that role while the mother was off on a a leave, they have to get uh, get the higher salary as well. They cannot be demoted, the hours can't be changed, the employer cannot decide that they like the replacement better. Mm -hmm. You have that certainty. The law makes it very clear, you have to employ. You have to, have to, have to keep the job open, the same job, what, difficult or not, uh, and, and take the employee back when she's ready to come back to work.
0: But the employer does have a, a right to, to fill her position, obviously, for a year and a half. They're going to need somebody in that gig. And if they do end up liking the replacement, or at least what we would call the temp a little better, uh, what's the obligation? What, what, what wiggle room does an employer have when the other employee's coming back? So, yeah, obviously you're
1: right. The employer is allowed to uh, find a replacement while the employee is off. Clearly, certainly if the Mm -hmm. employee is going to be off for a long period of time, the employer can hire a replacement. But that does not mean that the company can say, well, we're going to keep the replacement and not bring back the mother that's on a maternity leave. That would be illegal. So what happens if the employer likes the replacement? Well, then maybe the employer can keep the replacement in a different position, uh, create another role for them, but that does not allow the employer to decide that they're not going to keep the, the, the mother that was on maternity leave. Now, if the employer thinks that the mother on maternity leave may do better in a different position, nothing's stopping the employer from discussing this with the employee and right. say, hey, how would you feel about taking this other role? It's your decision. As long as it's the employee's decision, that's fine. The employer cannot and should not impose a change to the terms of employment uh, to, to give the employee a different job. Uh, or or to give the employee different hours. None of that is something that's legal. It would be a violation of the Employment Standards Act and potentially of the Human Rights Code as well. 416-870-6400,
0: 416-870-6400, star 640 on sale. Plenty of time to call through till around 10 to 8, so you got lots of time to pick up the phone and dial uh, one me, one triple eight two two five. talk That's toll-free. Anytime you want to discuss a matter here on any of our shows during the weeknights, the weekends as well, we do a couple. And then, of course, uh, Employment Hour and 30 happens on Global TV and CTV. That is on Saturday and Sunday mornings as well. So all kinds of time to catch exactly what's going on. And learn your rights as you should be. You have rights as well when an employee uh, is in facing with a business being sold. Now, when that's sold, do the employees automatically get severance?
1: So b- businesses being sold uh, yeah. is something that happens often. It doesn't matter, big company, small company. Oftentimes, companies change hands. There's transaction. One company swallows the other, or there's an amalgamation. So let's talk about, about that because a lot of employees un- want to understand what happens. So here's how this works, John. If, in a, if you're working for a company and that business is sold, then you you do have a right to severance if you decide not to accept the job with the buyer. Now, if you're not offered a job with the buyer, you get your full severance. If you are get uh, gonna accept it, or if you are offered a job with the buyer and decide not to accept it, you're still gonna get severance. It may be less depending on the reason okay. as to why you're not accepting. If you have a good reason not to accept, maybe it's a different job, maybe it's different uh, pay, then you get your full severance. Uh, if you don't have a good reason, you just don't want to, you get less severance. Of course, if you do decide to accept a job with uh, the buyer then you don't get severance. The company is not required to give you severance, but your seniority would carry
0: through to the buyer in that situation. So if you're a uh, 15-year employer or employee and you get sold to a brand new company, first day in the new building, everything's peachy, you're still a 15-year employee.
1: You are. You are. But one thing I want everyone to be cautious of is if you sign an employment agreement with the new company, you want to be careful what it says. Because what the agreement may say is that the company won't recognize your service in which case you're not going to be a 15-year employee so service is automatically recognized unless you sign a document an employment agreement that says otherwise so if you're offered a job uh, from a buyer if you're asked to sign an agreement be concerned let me review it it's much mm-hmm. better not to have signed an agreement and just to continue working with the buyer that means that the service automatically carries through
0: like our phone calls, love our listeners. We'll get to a few more here. Got to George online. Hey, George, good evening.
2: Hi, good evening. How are you?
0: Good. What's going on with you, George?
2: Okay, so I had an employee for four years with me, and without notice, without nothing, he told me that he can only work only Saturdays. And uh, I told him, okay, I agree with that, and I started giving him Saturdays only. All of a sudden, after three months, he wants his hour back hours you know because apparently I think he either lost his job or something what should I do because in the meantime I hired two other employees and I really don't have hours for him
1: I understand that's a good question obviously that's a difficult situation for you so let me let me answer that if you changed his uh, hours at his request he he wanted you to change the, the Saturday you do not have an obligation to change it back now it's one thing if the next day he said I made a mistake I want you to change it back You may have the obligation. But if it's been a few months, you absolutely don't have to change the job back. So if you tell them, I'm sorry, you asked Saturdays, I put you on Saturdays, I don't have other hours for you, that's fine. You don't have to take hours from the other people that you hired. You don't have to let them go. In this particular situation, uh, you've done what you're supposed to do from a, an, as an employer. And if that doesn't work for the employee, unfortunately, there's not much that they can do. Uh, you don't have to uh, go back and change the hours.
2: Okay. Thank you very, very much because it was troubling me.
0: <laughs> thank you, George. You are covered. Any uh, questions, follow through that. It's one 821 5900 if you need to call. Lior, in any other matters, got uh, Jerry. Hey, Jerry, good evening. Good evening. Uh, What's going regarding on regarding
2: a leave for pregnancy? Let's say uh, a mother came and worked for you, say, six months or five months, um, then says, hey, they're pregnant. Would you still have to hold it a year and a half for them to come back? Or could you pay them, say, again, one month salary, just as if you just say you weren't happy with them? Or is that a, um, I forget what the term you use, is that a human rights issue?
1: Yes, that would be a huge human rights issue. So yes, even though the employee may have just started and worked for a few months, you would have to, uh, as long as, by the way, as long as the employee started 13 weeks before the due date, which based on this example, it sounds like that that would be the case, then yes, the employer would have to keep the job open for up to a year and a half, up to 78 weeks. And if you decide to let her go, uh, then then that would be a, a human rights violation potentially, uh, wrongful dismissal. That would be an Employment Standards Act violation. It would be, in other words, completely illegal, Jerry. So I would absolutely not recommend doing that. The job has to be kept open for the year and a half.
2: Okay, so if they came to basically just say four months pregnant, started a job, Yep. You know, um, are you allowed, I don't, I'm sure you're not, but are you allowed to ask them if they're pregnant? <laughs> no, <laughs> you're not allowed
1: and, and absolutely not, should not ever ask that. No way, no.
2: Okay. All um, right.
1: And, and you know, I, I understand the frustration as an employer, I, I you know, because you hired someone and they're going to be off, but the law is very clear on this, and, and there's very little wiggle room, uh, Jerry, that even if they're four months, five months pregnant when they started uh, and you didn't know and now they're going to be off for a year and a half, the losses they can do that, and you have to keep the job open for as much as 78 weeks.
0: It just you know, strengthens the point of our billboard, our coffee mug, and our t-shirt. Don't mess with mama, basically. If you go by that rule, you'll be pretty clean, right?
1: Yeah. you you, know, if you, <laughs> yeah. As long as you remember that, you'll know yeah. the answer. Absolutely. Yeah. You don't mess with mama. Simple
0: as that. Yeah. Got uh, Tom online now. Hey, Tom. Good evening. Uh, hi. How are you tonight? Good, sir. What's going on? Well, I'm on long-term disability and okay. uh,
2: I've uh, fallen and I hurt my shoulder. Now, I may have to have an operation. I'm wondering if this will affect my long-term disability because it's not related to my shoulder.
1: Uh, no, it, it's, it's a great question, but it, it would not impact you to the extent that you're now uh, covered and and you still can't can't work, even if it's for a different reason then no, that, that you would still be able to be a long term disability and uh, up until the point where you're clear to return to work uh, and if they do try to cut you off. By the way, despite what I just told you, don't be shocked if an insurance company tries to cut you off. Yeah. Those things happen all the time. I'm telling you what they're supposed to do and what, not what they're going to do. If they do decide to cut you off or even threaten to do that, give us a call. But no, they're not allowed to cut you off because uh, because you've been injured.
2: Wonderful. You know, I did give you a call when this started out, and you said talk to them first and see how it goes. Perfect. Uh, it went great, and so if I do have any issues, uh, I'll definitely give you a call.
0: Sounds great. Tom, you're a good man. Thank you. That number again, just in case: one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred, and help at employmenthour.com. dot com. We got uh, still plenty of time to go here. Four one six eight seven zero sixty four hundred star six forty on your cell, and one triple eight two two five. Talk till around ten to eight tonight to take your calls. Uh, John, good evening. How are you? Good. How you doing? Good, pal. What's uh, what's up?
2: Uh, I'm a bank manager uh, at a major uh, bank in Canada, Um, I've been with them a dozen years, Uh, uh, the branch I am at is closing, they have offered me a package, I just want to make sure that uh, it is sufficient.
0: Great call.
1: Absolutely, so uh, you've been there for about a dozen years now, they gave you advance notice that your employment is going to be terminated? That's correct. Uh, How much notice did they give you? Uh, 90,
2: about ninety days, a little over ninety days. Mm-hmm.
1: Ninety days, okay. And come ninety days, how much or how many more months pay are they going to pay you at the end of that
2: period of time? Uh, they're giving me thirteen months.
1: Thirteen months, so so ninety days and then thirteen months, so that will be sixteen months. Now, how old are you, uh, John?
2: Uh, forty-four.
1: So, you know, I would have assessed you at probably being owed around 14 months pay and actually it seems like they're doing slightly better than that because the 90 days that they gave you counts towards your severance. So they give you 90 days plus 13 months, that's 16 months. So that's actually a a good offer and, and that's rare. Consider yourself lucky in that sense. Now, as long as they've addressed all components of your compensation properly, that will be fine. So I'm sure more than just salary, you have other things, maybe bonus, pension, benefits, et cetera. Yes. As long as those are accounted for for that period of time, then then consider yourself to be one of the lucky few that's not only getting a, a good severance package, arguably slightly better than what they strictly have to do. So that that's a very good offer.
0: Okay. Thank you. I appreciate it. You know, we're going to get a framed picture of John and put him up in the office because I think in five years of doing the show, that's the first first package we've heard that's not only adequate, but it's a little better than adequate.
1: Well, you know what? I'm going to take some credit for that. Maybe we've educated (laughs) enough employers now that they kind of know, like, you know what? We have these obligations people know because they listen to Lior, uh, yeah. so let's not mess with them. So uh, I, I, I know I wasn't given credit, but I'll take it anyway.
0: Yeah, of course you'll take it. Well, you'll Take credit when you can. That's basically what it comes down to. Uh, a couple <laughs> of minutes to go here. We're talking yeah. about employment rights when a business is sold, and I know we had an email uh, for this question as well. And, the, and the, basically the question was, does it matter if the new company wants the employer to sign a contract of employment? Assuming they would have had one with the old company, right?
1: Yeah, well, here's the thing, John. The rule always is the same. Whether you just accepted a a job, whether your business is sold and you're going to continue working with the buyer, less is more for the employee. So what I mean by that is you would rather not have an employment agreement, a written employment agreement. You'd rather start on a handshake, frankly. Okay, an employment agreement favors the employer. So if in a sale of a business situation, the company buying the business wants you to sign an employment agreement, be concerned because one of the things they may put in there is something that says that they're not gonna recognize your full service or something that limits your future severance. So be very, very, very careful with that. Don't look just at what the salary is and what the benefits are. You have to look at other things, especially if you've had some seniority with another company that business is sold, you don't want to find out later on, a year later maybe when the company restructures and lets you go, that you've given up tens of thousands of dollars in mm-hmm. entitlements so anytime you want to you've been asked to sign an employment agreement anytime you've been asked to sign one you give me
0: a call, let me take a look at it I think we got time to squeeze Alex in here before we wrap, hey Alex, how are you? Good, how are you? Sure, go ahead, uh, we're Hi. fine just uh, give us uh, your question quickly
2: uh, So how does, put? parental leaves work for the father i uh, Mm -hmm. don't
0: understand how that whole thing works okay
1: cool yeah so uh, a father uh can can take up to 63 weeks uh, of of paid time off uh or sorry not not paid time off of protected time off uh uh, if there's a, a baby or even if you adopt a child the same thing applies so up to 63 weeks a mother can take a total of seventy-eight weeks. A father can take sixty-three weeks, uh, and the same protections apply. You can't be fired. You can't be penalized. The company has to take you back to the same job, the same compensation, uh, and and otherwise, there's really no difference.
2: And there's, it can't be done concurrently, like both mother and father. Is there, like, at the beginning when the baby's born, can they both be off for like a week or anything, or yes,
1: it have to be- yeah, no. The, 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 both parents can be off at the same time. One has nothing to do with the other. So, 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 yes, both parents can be off. The mother has up to 78 weeks. The father has up to 63 weeks. One has nothing to do with the other. Both can be off. Okay, cool.
0: Thanks. Thank you, Alex. appreciate that. appreciate all your phone calls as we uh, as we get down to uh, the last few seconds here of the show. I want to remind you, if you haven't used it already, it is handy. It is accurate. It's called severancepaycalculator.com. Severancepaycalculator.com. Find out exactly what your compensation should be, how much severance you should be getting. That is the tool you want to use. Anytime you need to get a hold of the or member of the team at the firm, that is simple. You can give it away all night. That 821 1-855-821-5900. Email, as always, help at employmenthour.com. That's it for tonight. We're back Monday. We're on the weekend shows. And, of course, Employment Hour and 30 happens on your weekend morning, Saturday and Sunday on both Global TV and CTV as well. Till next time, it's been the Employment Hour.